Welcome back to the Health, Love, and Happiness podcast. Today, we are tackling a subject that I think is really important, not only to your wellness journey, but also in life. So today's topic, we're going to be talking all about personal responsibility. What I have discovered over the past 18 years in the wellness field is that the people who have the most success, what sets them apart is the ability to have personal responsibility on their wellness journey. Those who blame someone else, those who take on um, zero ownership of their health and wellness journey are the ones that are going to be yo-yoing back and forth and always trying to jump to the next big thing. At the end of the day, your health is is simply your responsibility. I, I, I usually tell my clients that are female, you know how when you, especially the ones who are moms, you know how you birth a baby at the end of the day, you have to do it. I remember at every one of my births, I was like, oh crap, I, I have to do this. No one else can do it for me. I, it doesn't matter if there's doctors, midwives, husbands, all that support. At the end of the day, I have to bring this child into the world. So at the end of your day, you have to have that personal responsibility around your, around your wellness journey. It's the acceptance that you're responsible and that you also have the ability to make the changes. And that's a big part. When I see that click with clients that not only they're like, okay, yes, it is my job, but the fact that they have confidence and that they have the ability to make the changes is what really sets them apart. I hear so often that, hey, this is prohibiting me. I can't quite do this. I don't have enough time. I can't figure out when to do this. And really and truly, I'll, I'll ask them, okay, well, let's look at your screen time. How much did you spend on that? Or just give me a week. I want you to give me a week. I want you to write down every single time you pick up your phone. Just tell me, just write down. You know, no judgment, none of that. I, I just want to see how much time we're wasting on, you know, social media or just looking around at random stuff or not really focusing so it's bringing that awareness to it. Owning your habits and health is what I really help um, teach my clients. It's also really what I want to establish in my boys. And we're going to talk a little bit about ownership with children in a second. I can guide you, but at the end of the day, your success is yours. Your failure is on you. Your success is on you. I'm simply your guide. So you have to have the personal responsibility. Your success will be determined by your choices, not my choices, your choices. My goal is to bring my philosophy into your lifestyle and make it work for you. So not every one of my clients, are really and truly, I cannot tell you one client that's done the same thing after working with people. It's always mixed up a little bit. Now, is the base, is my foundation the same as for a nutrition? A lot of it's encouraging you, protein, whole foods. But how you get that in and, and the changes that you make to get that in are going to look different. And at the end of the day, your choices are your own. And when you make the conscious choice to own and take responsibility for your health is when the magic happens. I've seen this over and over and over again. When you make that conscious choice to take ownership is when that magic truly happens. I let's talk about the kids and ownership. And this is kind of a funny story. And I wrote a blog post on it. It was titled, Why Should I Listen to You? And it was really kind of laughing at, at a situation. And I had a family member laugh at a, at a gathering. I think it was Christmas. It was, it was with our family. And they saw Reddington 
inhaling marshmallows, I think, by by the fire. And Reddington loves marshmallows. He does not have them daily. He does not even have them. And he really has them in the fall or when we're around a fire. But he loves them. And he was simply eating them by the handfuls. And he jokingly said, Brady, seriously, why should I listen to you? Look at Red. He's inhaling marshmallows. Now, he was totally joking. He knows that I went to school and, and he knows what I've done with my life as far as the wellness field. And he also knows my boys eat extremely well, but I do allow them their own health. And I do want them to figure things out on their own. I'm not, those of you who know me know that I am very anti-helicoptering parent. And I try to bring that over towards the nutrition part. Now, my boys might argue a little bit with you, especially my older ones, because they they get tired of me giving dropping you know health facts to them all the time. But I simply do that so that they have the knowledge. And then at the end of the day, they have to make their choice. Um, But absolutely, at a young age, I allow them to start taking personal responsibility for their choices because I don't want them to say, well, mom, you should have told me not to eat all those marshmallows. And and it's your fault that I'm sick. Mm, Let's think about that. You made the choice to do that. Now you're reaping the consequences of that. So when my kids were younger, it was really easier to manage certain things. Um, I am extremely particular about what they eat from birth to three. That means not a lot of sugar. That's just a huge developmental time. And tons of research has been done on their eating habits at those stages, what you're offering to them, how they get into the habits of that. But, you know, then you're looking at kindergarten, you know, really through elementary school, they're, they're not pushing back a lot. When I see them really wanting ownership is probably fifth, sixth, seventh, you know, and then they kind of come back around. But, and I'm going to tell you this on a side note, I purchased the food in the house. I cook the dinner that we're going to have. If they would like something else for dinner, it is their personal responsibility to make what they want for dinner. Now, most of the time, they have an alternative that is just as healthy as what's offered for dinner. Sometimes they simply just don't want that after sports or, you know, they want something different. Most of the time, my kids eat exactly what's served. And we'll do a whole different episode on how to make that work for you a little bit better. But at the end of the day, it's their responsibility. I'm not making them something else to eat. I also purchase foods in the house that that kind of illustrate the 80-20. So while really and truly my grocery run is probably more like 85-90% of really whole foods and healthy healthy options, you know, you're going to have 10 to 15% like your Cheez-Its, your popcorn, you know, different processed factory foods that they can grab from. They, those are not off limits. My suggestion is that you have a protein and a whole food with those. They also must own that their choices either make them feel good or not so good. So, and this is what I do with my clients too. I'm like, well, how'd that make you feel? You know, let's connect you back to your body. How how did that choice, that choice is neither bad nor good, but how you felt is my major concern. And I will tell you this, I ate, I eat probably an 85, 15% diet kind of thing, sometimes 90, 10, because I know at the end of the day, eating a certain way makes me feel good. Now, that is not to say that I do not eat some whipped cream. My kids know I love whipped cream um, and pizza here and there and definitely nachos. Those are my go-to. 
And also I can make nachos in a healthier way as well. So there's all the little tricks and tips, but know that nothing I do is perfection all the time and neither should you put that on your kids. What you want adults and kids to do is make the connection with how it makes you feel. So say maybe they indulge in a lot of sugar. I'll never forget. It was Preston. He was in, I want to say third grade and we had a party at the pool and they had candy and sugar and all this stuff out. And he got into the, I didn't say anything. We got in, he got in the car and he was like, why did I eat all that junk? And I was like, hmm, how do you feel? And he was like, not good. So he was already at a young age making that connection. Now <laughs> that say he never went overboard with sugar and candy. No, they still do. They're kids. You're human. They're going to, that's going to happen. And so do adults do it. Y'all It's just you have to kind of take a breath, reset, get back on it, what I say. But making that connection and know that that was your choice is really what I'm going for here. So another situation I did for kids is Crane really wanted blue Takis. There's really nothing more in the world that I do not want them to eat than blue Takis. And I really have to take a second and and think, okay, what kind of lesson do we want to learn here? So he was like, I want to walk up to Harris Teeter and get these spicy blue Takis. All, all I'm thinking is blue dye, junk, like poison, just yucky. And I said, okay, that's fine. But I bought all these snacks in the house that you can have. So if you would like that, you're going to use your own money. So that's taking personal responsibility. So if you want something that I don't deem as healthy or that I think is really yuck, you know, you have to use your own money. He did use his own money. And he ate like three of them. So it's just still giving them the choices that they can own. Same with children, actions and personal responsibilities over grades, relationships, behavior, performance. It's on them. So, so much with wellness, you can flip-flop between between parenting your kids. And, and you see that encouraging your kids to take responsibility for their actions really makes a more stable adult. Um, and I always say it's on them. Hey, did you practice enough? Hey, did you did you get out there? Did you study enough? It's not the teacher's fault. It's not your coach's fault. It's nobody's fault. It's really not even your fault, you know, but but it is, they are your choices. So I don't really like to place blame and guilt on my kids. I want them to say, hey, but maybe next time, do you think you could have made a better choice? And it's usually yes. And then it starts that that thinking of, yeah, I, I just simply didn't study for it. And and it's a good, good habit for them to take that ownership. But on the positive, I've watched uh, mine grow in making changes for themselves as far as nutrition. It's not on me. It's for them. So they're not doing it. Okay, mom wants me to do this, mom. And they went through the mom stage, and they still do it sometimes, too. God, mom wants to see protein. God, mom. I mean, I have a house of three boys, so there's a lot of God moms a lot. But now they are starting to make the connections with how they feel and making those choices on their own. And it really does work and things fall into place. Autonomy is really important for mine. So they're their choices. So I want them to be who they are. I don't want them to be me. I don't want them to make the same nutritional choices that I'm making as a 40-year-old mother and, and wife and woman that... I don't put adult expectations on children. And it's really hard sometimes. I think we do this in all facets when we raise our children, and especially in wellness. I see this a lot. 
I see a lot of parents say, well, I don't know why they can't get up five days a week. I don't know why they're not eating this. I don't know. Because their little brains aren't like ours. Now, if they are doing that, that's great. I see mine do things sometimes and I'm like, heck yes. Like it's starting to click and things are starting to work. And then the next day they go back to, you know, wanting to eat honey buns or something. So, but you do have to celebrate those little wins and recognize that 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 autonomy and the ability to do something for themselves is really what's going to make them succeed. My goal really is to encourage people to make solid nutritional choices for themselves. I want to empower people with the knowledge of why. So with my clients, they'll say, okay, you know, I get I need to eat the protein, but why? And we go into the the reasons why, okay? And then we go into, or say they've started eating a certain way and I'll text them, how are you feeling? I feel great. I feel more balanced. Okay, well, these are the reasons why we are eating this way. Usually people connect the dots better when you tell them why and then they get to feel it as well. I see so many people looking for reasons outside of themselves for their wellness struggle. It's genetic. I don't have time. I hate walking. I don't like to sweat. Um, I just can't eat healthy like you. I just can't do it. I like nachos. I like wine too much. I'm not giving it up. I'm not doing it. I've heard every every reason outside of themselves. And I usually say, you know what? That's cool. Like, I'm never going to judge someone for their own wellness journey because it has it's really none of my business, to be honest with you. But at the end of the day, if you come to me for help, I'm really going to kind of shoot it to your straight as well because I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't. So a lot of it is like, okay, well, you know, I know you have this going on, but really and truly, what can you do to make changes? What What is in your capacity to make changes today? Is the holiday mentality a big one that I see? And we're, and we're going into the holidays right now and that, and it's that I can't be healthy over the holidays. The holidays made me do it. It's a huge one. It's why I cannot stand January 1st because it, we go from the holidays made me do it to January 1st made me do it, which is, I guess, more of a positive turn, but it's still more extreme in nature. And now we're starting to blame holidays. I get it. I get it's harder. And really and truly with my clients, I really just want you to kind of hold over the holidays and and have those healthy habits. But you can't blame the holidays for you inhaling, you know, a cake and a bottle of wine at the same time, you know? You should still have some personal responsibility. So I always I always like to say a joke. I'm like, so you're saying Santa came and like force fed you all those cookies. And they're like, no. But I'm like, so here's an example. Like you can't blame it all on holidays. Like you still have a choice. It just sounds, I always use that example. I'm like, do you see how silly that sounds? Like you can't blame Santa. Come on. So this, yes, the holidays are challenging, but if you have the capacity and the and the confidence, then you can accomplish goals for yourself during that time. If you're constantly always putting the blame on other people, then you're giving away your power. So I always tell people this, like if you keep putting blame on the outside, I tell my kids this, if you blame so-and-so and this and that, all you're doing is giving them your power and you're not focused on yourself. And this is a big one that I see and we talked about in previous episodes with being, you know, worrying about your own um, wellness journey. And it really gives your power away when you're constantly looking at what everybody else is doing. So how do you own your choices? Let's talk about what that looks like. Say I went to lunch. I had a bunch of nachos. 
And I'm, am I going to blame work for making that choice? You know, am I going to blame work like, hey, they had it at a Mexican restaurant. It's nothing I could do. No, there's plenty of other choices. You know, there's always a choice there. There's it, We live in this age that even at a Mexican restaurant, you can make a healthier choice. Okay, you don't have to dive into the chips. You can do fajitas and not have all that stuff. You could try and do a salad. There, there's soup there. There's a lot of different choices. You cannot blame something else for it. Um, or are you going to say, you know what? Um, I'm just going off the rails. Screw it. You know, I'm going to go back to the office and eat candy. And it was because, you know, because of this day, this meeting, it's got me completely off. And so then you're blaming the day, the meeting. There's always going to be a day. There's always going to be a meeting, especially if you have kids. There's always a stressor. There's always something going on. So you, you can't just blame the outside source. Or can you own your choice and say, wow, that was not the best lunch. How can I make a nutritious choice for my body at my next meal? And you see how just that wording, just me saying that right now, just took so much stress off of it. You're, you're the first choice is really high cortisol, frustrated, angry. And then this next one was like, hey, I'm not angry at myself, you know, um, but I do know I made that choice. And next time I'm going to take personal responsibility and make a better choice. Or let me look at something here I can eat. That's probably a better choice. So there's so many different ways around it. You see um, this with kids a lot. I could not do my work because I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I was distracted or um, I struck out because of this and that or the umpire or, you know, um, it, whatever it might be. They, you see this a lot with kids. They'll want to place blame on other people. The biggest gift that you can give your children is to show them that their behaviors are on them and nobody else. So, and it is hard. Even my kids will start that. And then later I'll look around and say, okay, well, how could we, how could have you, I try not to say we, how can you have changed that situation? And then it starts bringing them back to awareness that it is on them. If you buy into that as a parent, if you say, God, that teacher shouldn't have done this or, or that. Even if they were in the wrong, I usually say, okay, that's, that's fine. But what could you have done differently still? You know, how could you have handled that differently? I say that to myself all the time. I'll start getting frustrated with somebody else, a driver or something like that on the road. And I'm like, okay, well, how could I have handled that differently? You know, because at the end of the day, you have no control over anybody else except your own choices. It's, you know, I tell the kids too, it's your job to study. It's your job to practice. And it's your job to own your mistakes. And that is the biggest one. It is your job to own your mistakes. It is not, and I see a lot of this with like women, especially my age. It's, you know, the busy schedule. It's, um, it's hormones. It's this and that. And while all of those play into it, I'm not going to lie to you and say all of those factors in there. Because, you know, I'm big about, you know, wellness is like a puzzle. Each one, you know, we have different pieces. But at the end of the day, you've got to kind of figure out the changes you can make where you're at right now. Not be fixing, it might not be fixing everything, but you can take some responsibility and tweak some things. It's okay to not be perfect. Um, it's not okay to not take personal responsibility. So that's fine. I tell our kids all the time, you're going to make mistakes. I still make mistakes. But owning those mistakes is what makes you a really awesome human. The ability to say, to go up to a friend or a family member or a spouse and say, you know what? I handled that poorly. I really did. And I own that that wasn't probably the best way to handle it. Same with wellness. You know, I own that 
I was having a really crummy Sunday and I fell into, you know, a bucket of ice cream and, you know, that's on me and tomorrow I'll do better, you know, but it's, it's just this way of thinking that, that turns your mindset around. It's nobody else's job to make you healthy. I say this all the time. It's yours. It's yours and, and yours alone. So step away from the blame game, take responsibility until you do this, you're giving your all your power to somebody else. So it's really important for you to start practicing that today. And think about this for your kids as well, what we talked about, especially with wellness. Don't freak out. If you're one, give them some ownership. You don't want them to go off to college and and go crazy. And I always say my kids are going to fall in the Cheetos bags. That's just what they are, or in our case, the Taki bags. But hopefully at the end of the day, they will hear my voice and they will also be able to reconnect with how they feel and and those personal choices will become easier. But definitely giving people the the freedom too. I think a lot of times we say it's it's almost negative to say it's your fault and I think it's such a positive trait to say hey that's on me. And and teaching our kids this at an early age is really important. And teach and and acknowledging this on your wellness journey is really important as well. When you start to hear yourself start blaming somebody else, and even if it is their fault, y'all, I'm not saying that I get mad. I, I get mad with other people at times too, but still how you react is still your your own choice and you're in control of that. So just remember that you can always challenge yourself with that aspect. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. As always, if you like this episode, please share it. Um, send it out, share it on your social media page, comment on mine in my inbox. Let me know if you have any topics you want me to discuss, any questions. I'd love to take on some Q and A's from you guys to help you guys out. And then as always, I'm wishing you guys health, love and happiness, and I will see y'all next time.